It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, welcome to our first podcast for Beyond the Building. My name is Laura Pereno, and today I'm with Debbie Kiever. We are co-founders of the Beyond Women's Conference, and together we are excited that God has led us to begin this podcast in order to encourage one another in the Lord. Really, if you look at Beyond the Building and what our main objective here, what we feel the purpose of the podcast is is for each one of us in our families, in our lives, in our communities, in our hearts, in our thoughts, to experience the more that Jesus Christ has in store for us. What we'll find as we're going on this journey together, and it is going to be an exciting journey with different things all of the time, we will have some times where we will be interviewing special guests, Other times we'll be going in conversation, just the two of us, about topics from the Bible, topics that might be relevant to our day-to-day walk, and other days we will be taking deep dives into the Word of God. And in each one of these parts of our journey, our purpose is to find Jesus as the more that we all are seeking after, right? We can look for a lot of things in life to fill the more that we feel called to do or called to be. But without the one who is the more at the center, we are going to fail miserably in our pursuit of what God has given us to do. So we're grateful that you're with us. We're excited to be on this new journey together and very passionate about the things that are to come and how God is going to use this platform to speak more to each of us individually and here together as a group. You know, there's a scripture that we highlighted, the Lord really brought it to our hearts back in 2015, that set the platform for the Beyond Women's Conference. And let me read it to you, Laura. It's from Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. He's the one that defines what the more is. I mean, Absolutely. Back in the very beginning days of those conferences, we focused on the fact that He has created us with a destiny. Each one of us has a specific call on our lives that He has planted inside of us. Not only the dreams, the desires, the passion areas, but the giftings. That's right. And until we really pursue him as opposed to the gifts, we pursue him as our creator, as the gift giver, we really don't get to step into what he has called our lives to accomplish. That's right. And so it's it's a great launch pad verse, not only for us personally, but as a ministry and for this podcast. What is it, God, that you have for us, each of us, the more. And the first thing he would say is himself. That's right. He, I, he, we already have all of him living That's within right. us. He says, look, I want every day to get more of you. That's right. Absolutely. His word would be more if we were to ask him what he wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, 
when he asks us what we want, right, in prayer, we say, God, we want more. We want more of him. But he would say the same thing to us. I want more of you. And the beautiful thing is that when we give more of ourselves, we find ourselves in this deeper relationship that just flourishes into the place that we are equipped for the call that God has on our life because we're experiencing more of him. It prepares us for what's to come. I think what blocks us from being able to step into uh, really pursuing him more is a whole lot of uh, things that we hold on to. Yes. Some baggage, some maybe some wrong perceptions, some faulty belief systems that we have. And so we, we're, we're desiring to trust him more, but there are so many places in our thinking and our emotions that draw us back. Like the enemy mm. is always trying to keep us away from intimacy with our creator. Yeah. And so this this podcast, part of our, our dream is to take a look at the scripture, help identify what are some things that we need to let go of? What are some things that we need to reject some lies that maybe we've lived under? And what are truths that we need to run towards That's and right. embrace and, and really take on the new person that he's created us That's to be? That's right. That's right. Absolutely. I feel that with that, that, with that foundation mm-hmm. of the word of God, this podcast is going to be beneficial for us to have that anchor in the right place and have that foundation set correctly so that what we learn together and how we grow together will not fall, right? It will be a firm foundation for taking us into what he has for us. I think the principles will apply no matter what age you are. Absolutely. You know, some of the things that we're going to be sharing we're in our 50s. Some of the things that we had to learn the hard way were in our 20s, 30s, 40s. And so, you know, God bless our listeners who are in their 20s. That's right. You know, pay attention. Maybe there's something that God wants to protect you, you know, uh, choices that you might be uh, living, you're making right now. Maybe there's something that from his truth, from his word, that's going to redirect you. Yes. But on the other side, if you are in that golden season of life, don't let the enemy tell you that you're done. That's right. You know, he until he brings us to glory, we are going from glory to glory. He is That's constantly right. working out these uh, these different things in our lives to make us more in his image. And the bottom line is why do we do the things that we do? It says right there in Ephesians to give him glory. That's right. Because people know us too well and go, we know that, you know, they didn't pull that off on their own. This is God doing a work in and through them and, That's and right. people will say that about you and we want the exciting growth and the opportunities that God's bringing in your own lives to direct um, attention right up to him because he is the giver of all these good things. That's right. Absolutely. Boy, we have seen um, how we've had to let go of some things. You know, we're going to be sharing individually in our, in podcasts later in the month, our own personal journeys because a Mm -hmm. lot of people don't know us uh, at all. So we (laughs) want to give you a little glimpse on some of the, the hard that God walked us through to allow us to be able to step into areas of growth uh, that were desperately needed. You know, for me, my background, I grew up in a Christian home uh, in Northeast Philadelphia. I went to public school in Philly for 13 years. And I had wonderful, I have wonderful parents, godly parents. I grew up in a great church. And my mom and dad were very high profile in ministry. They weren't the pastors, but they did a lot of teaching. So a lot of people looked at our family um, in a way that I felt like I was a fish in a fishbowl. You know, everybody's kind of watching you. And somewhere in there, Laura, in my elementary years, 
some seed was planted mm. that I need to make sure that everybody likes me. Uh, maybe it was trying to protect my mom and dad's reputation by being a good kid. Uh, my parents never put this on me, and mm. I don't really remember church family saying it. But, you know, you can perceive things as a mm-hmm. child, and you don't quite know how to process it. So somewhere in there, I began to believe, and it began small, and it grew, that I needed to make sure that everybody liked me, that everybody um, thought I was doing a good job, and it began to grow into a fear of failure, mm-hmm. a fear yes. of trying new things because of it. if I didn't do well, that would look really badly on me mm-hmm. and on my family. And by the time I went to high school and then to college, I had a certain feeling of that little gerbil on that wheel that keeps running. Yes. Like I can never let my guard down and yes. be just me. And so I'll be excited to share in the fourth week of June uh, my story about how I actually well, lost my identity of who I was. I wore mm-hmm. so many masks for so many places of life that I forgot what I really looked like. But that'll be a separate story. But I had to walk through that in order to start to experience the more that God had for me. That's right. I believe that God allows us to go through these challenging experiences in order to prepare us for what is next. Mm -hmm. And even your story, Debbie, uh, striving for perfectionism or wanting people to like us how many of us have struggled with something like that or with that same thing in our stories too. And so I love the fact that even though these things are painful and we go through trials and struggles, God always uses every single one of them for his glory, like we said from Ephesians 3, and in order to connect us with each other as we encourage one another in the Lord. I also grew up in a Christian home, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. I went to a Christian school, and if I remember... In school and prior to school, I would say, while your word may have been perfectionism, my word was insecurity. And from as young as I can remember, when my mother would go outside with a bag of lollipops to give to the other children in the neighborhood so that they would play with me, (laughs) all the way up to elementary school when my report cards would say, straight A student, but has a hard time making friends, To junior high school, where I had a really hard time connecting with people, and into high school, I struggled with insecurity to the place where it was paralyzing. It started to define who I was, and as that seed took root, it started to influence and impact even how much more there was for me. Because as God started opening doors, even later on in life, even in my 40s, when a door would open that reminder that my insecurities came back and I would immediately say, no, I'm not good enough, or no, I can't do that. And so to look back and see how that that seed took root and how it grew through Mm -hmm. my story shocks me because that whole thing was designed to keep me back from experiencing what God had for me, and in doing so, experience Jesus more. And so I'm grateful for the freedom to live where I do today, grounded on the Word of God. But I do have to say that it continues to be a struggle. Mm -hmm. And some of these things that we find ourselves set free from, the enemy will continue to try to bring us back, right? And so I continue to struggle with that. Sometimes on a daily basis, I have to give it back to the Lord and say, it's not about what I determine the more to be. Right. 
it's not about my ability or if I'm secure or not. My security is in you. And when you open the door, wow, I am really trying hard to make my answer yes. (laughs) Because that is a hard place to be when you are someone who has felt not good enough for all of your life. You know, when you feel a bit overwhelmed with, I don't even know where to start. Hmm. You know, I don't know where to start. I'm, I'm hearing glimpses of things that you're saying I connect with. Parts of your story, you know, my story is so different than your story. And you might be saying that. You might be, you know, I didn't grow up with a Christian home. I didn't have a church family. And I didn't accept Christ till I was in my 50s. I mean, everybody hmm. has their own story. And the beautiful thing about the Word of God is it's still, it's still relevant Absolutely. No matter where you live in the world, no matter what kind of environment you grew up with, no matter what career you landed in, it's relevant for all of us. That's right. So as we're sharing our situations, our experiences, there's still a common theme. Absolutely. What is the truth of the word? And then you will get to apply it to your circumstances. That's right. You know? And God will use the road that you have walked up to this point mm-hmm. to be your testimony, to That's be right. what you share with other people and connect with other people on. Like God doesn't waste anything. No. There's nothing that we've been through in our lives, even the things that have hurt us, caused us pain, caused us emotional heartache. God will use it all as he takes us on the road to what he has for us uh, in store for us for the more. He is so in control. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to orchestrate the events in our lives. We just have to learn to listen to him. Yes. I mean, I'm smiling because the the, uh, performance crazy girl of high school that was trying so hard to make everybody like her, uh, I began to really grow deeper in my walk with Lord in college, but I did that alongside of you. That's right. So That's we right. met. We met. You were eighteen. I was nineteen, and we That's both right. needed a roommate for that year. But you actually went to school with my husband. My husband today. Uh, you guys were friends, and, and that connected us at the time. So we were roommates at the University of Delaware on the basement floor. Of, That's right. Of Kent dormitory. That's right. That's right. It was a fun place, a fun time. I thank the Lord all of the time for those days, Debbie. And I will never forget the laughter that came out of that room. Oh my gosh. So I remember looking out the window and looking at the dining hall line because the dining hall was right next to us and being able to see people's feet. Yep. Now, what was nice about that was we knew when it was time to go to the dining hall. Because if the line was long, we certainly were not going to go get in line. And if the line was short, then we know, oh, it's, it's time for dinner. So I did love hanging out in that room with you and all of those wonderful memories that we have together. We were pretty silly. We used to sing into a fan um, some of the pop culture songs at the yes, day because yes. we just thought we sounded amazing. That like yes. vibrato or whatever the word Absolutely, is coming yes. out of the fan. You know, yes. I think it was early early worship leader days for Laura, yeah. but but it was a good time and it was a time to really challenge each other. We were both involved in a Christian group in varsity in college and mm-hmm. Bible studies, and um, it was just a lot of fun. I felt like. You know, the more that I had as a sophomore, like God had just opened up some really cool things because Laura's parents paid for a phone in our room. (laughs) And my freshman year, I had to use the hall pay phone. Uh, 
it, it just was like it was an upgrade, right? It was a more. It was and a more. It was a more. And she brought this little yellow TV, and that was a big deal that we actually had a little TV <laughs> in our room. So Absolutely. if that was my definition of more, I laugh because God's going, there will be a day you yes. can't even understand it because there is no cell phone at this point. And yes, there is right. no internet at this point. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so sometimes our perspective of what we think the more is going to be, God is, That's remember, right. he's looking in the span of eternity and he That's sees right. our lives with Absolutely. such a bigger lens than he we really see. does. He really does. And I believe he was looking at the two of us in that room singing into that fan knowing that's right where we were going to be in 2020 here on a podcast together he had positioned us all the way back then for this time and he's positioning us for this time for the future that's you right. know i remember debbie it was what my daughter was in third grade you ended up being her children's pastor which i i continue to thank god for that you ended up being her children's pastor and shortly after that I went to Bible school, you had already been, and we ended up sitting at the same table on staff at a church. And when I look at God's provision and direction all of that time, I can only look back and say, the insecure girl who said no to God all of her life was positioned in a place that she never thought she would be because God had more in store for her. And I also have to say, when I look at that, the ultimate more that God had in store was not the fact that I was sitting at a table at a church. Mm -hmm. It was my new understanding of the freedom that I have in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Man, he is the ultimate more. You know, one of the things I remember struggling with in high school was not feeling like I had a place to fit in. Mm. You know, I had a lot of friends, but I was never in the in-group ever. I just was never considered part of the in crowd. And so I think that led to a lot of the constantly trying to please people, just wanting somebody to embrace me as a special friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, yet, yet God, what he was allowing, what I would say is some rejection mm -hmm. to take place was so that I would really embrace his acceptance, you know, mm -hmm. and his approval of me. And, and I'm going to be sharing a lot more about that um, in the last week of June. Uh, in my pod, in the podcast, it's going to be about my testimony about how God broke broke me free, and I know that you felt like you didn't really have a place either. Absolutely, but God has shown me that my place is Him. Right, that's right. My place is Him, and that's what I want. And no matter where my physical place is, or my place in ministry is, or my place in my family is, my place is Him. Which takes me to a story which I know you're familiar with and really is the beginning of the Beyond Women's Conference because it wasn't that long ago, maybe seven years ago, when you and I got together because the Lord was speaking a common word to both of our hearts. Separately. Absolutely, separately. And I remember when the Lord started speaking to my heart that change was coming at that time and that there was going to be a women's conference and that I was going to be a part of it. You know, when God tries, wants to do new things, which is kind of funny because he wants to do more and I want more, but when he wants to do more, I typically say no. Mm -hmm. And so God was really putting on my heart something more in ministry. And I remember a very firm no coming out of my mouth and, uh, <laughs> For multiple, multiple weeks. And at that time, I contacted you, and, and it ended up that you were feeling a very similar thing, which really was the beginning of this women's conference that had been in the building for, what, six years? 
you know, it's, he plants an idea, a dream in us, mm-hmm. and it's usually in the very area that we're insecure. Yes, that's so right? true. It's, it's and that's good yes. because if you feel confident and and very secure. And like I can do this, then That's immediately right. you're in danger zone. Remember, That's he right. wants to. He will do immeasurably more That's than right. we can ask or imagine through his power That's in right. us. And so, if if it's something that we think we can do, then we naturally jump into "I will do it." That's right. But I really appreciated that he brought us together because you know when he asks you to do the scary and the hard, it's really nice to have a friend to link. Yes, with, absolutely. You know? <laughs> And kind of, especially one that used to struggle with insecurities and I didn't want to make a mistake. And and God was just constantly saying, okay, this is new territory. Keep your eyes on me being the more, but by the way, here's your friend. She holds your hand. So we had five years that we had this one day women's conference. It was a beautiful experience. It was in the, the building that our church was actually meeting in. So we were comfortable in the building. Mm-hmm. We had a leadership team with people who were absolutely operating in their gift set. And that was that was beautiful to see that grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the word before beyond, we had different restore beyond and hope beyond. The word the Lord would give us separately. And then we would kind of write it on a piece of paper and say, what did you get? And they were the same word. Year after year, common theme. He actually had us live what we were spe- what we were going to mm-hmm. speak on. So it would be real fresh coming from our hearts. And, and that was so fun. We watched it grow. Multiple churches, mm-hmm. not only coming, but multiple churches volunteering and yes. serving together. The body of Christ the way it's supposed to be. Yes. It was just a great experience. But then we hit 2019. Yes, and that was the year when the Lord spoke to our hearts that the word for the year for beyond was expect, which was interesting because we had an expectation on what 2019 was going to look like and Mm -hmm. what the women's conference was going to be about. And I can promise you, neither one of us expected to be canceling the women's conference that was supposed to happen in September. But that is exactly what happened because God's plans are way beyond ours. And so we found out that the women's conference expect beyond was actually not going to be in a building. It was actually not going to be with other ladies. And that the idea of expecting beyond was actually a concept that the Lord wanted to speak to each of our hearts, Deb and myself, that he wanted to put us in a place where we were expecting the beyond that he had for us. And I'm not just talking here about podcasts or any platform in ministry. I'm referring here to the fact that God was taking us back to the very beginning. You and me, me and God, Debbie and God, and then Debbie and me before God, Mm -hmm. saying, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And where he met us on the day when we really prayed about it in the summer was such a beautiful moment when he said, I'm taking you back to the beginning, Mm -hmm. right? Back to what was simple. And at that point, we laid down all of our expectations that we had placed on what God's plans were. And it is amazing how when we laid it down, God is raising it up to be what he intended. And I would say that the greatest gift that we've gotten through this whole experience is a new revelation of Jesus, Mm -hmm. a fresh experience with him, and an opportunity to find him in some quiet moments that we may have never had before. 
You know, I think personally that year, it was a year of transition. We mm-hmm. kept waiting for the Lord. He starts, usually in the spring, he starts giving us direction for the scriptures and how we're going to actually present um, in September at Expect Beyond. And it was like July, and we're saying, I have nothing. Yes, that's right. I have right. nothing. That's and right. We, we should be advertising this, and that's I have right. nothing. And I, I started to panic. But see, panic comes in when you try to do things on your own strength. Yes. And when we step back and ask the question, God, is this on your heart? Yes. And he said, this is the Expect Beyond is all about you. It's a, yes. a women's conference of two. Yes, that's you know, right. The two of you. <laughs> it ended up being a year, that year in 2019, he told me in January, this is your year of transition. And so he was actually having me let go mm-hmm. of a lot of things that I loved, uh, things that I, I was comfortable with. I actually found a lot of purpose and identity in, and I retired in February, um, just shy of 30 years as a physical therapist. That was a big thing, mm-hmm. let go of that. I knew when I was stepping down, I was stepping away from mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. then I also knew that he was calling me to step down as children's pastor. I was on staff at our church, and, and not only step down, but then step out of the church for a five-month window of a sabbatical. Mm. in order to allow the new leadership team to to really have a good runway to start with the kids and and also for me I had been you know just on high energy for a lot of years in that position and and you just need a time to unplug a little bit and so now I'm stepping back I don't quite have a church home I was going to church on a couch you know and or when I was down the shore it was a different yes. church it was just yes. a very different season yes. for my husband and I but I found that in order to really pay attention and listen to what he had for me going forward, I needed to release things, Amen. Uh, roles and titles and positions yes. that I loved, that I was not tired of, right? It wasn't like I was exhausted and needed to step out. I just really heard him say, let it go mm-hmm. so that I can put my hands really open before the Lord and let him place new things. But he didn't do it right away. That's right. Right? It was quite a season of just, all right, just let go and and just continue to sit with me and listen and slow down and and reset now a new direction where you're going to go. And that was my year of expect beyond. Yes. Because I wasn't planning on that. Yes, that's right. And Debbie, I think that one of the hardest things to do for me and probably for a lot of us is to let something go that you love. Yeah. And so 2019 was a year of transition for me, too, where I also left behind uh, a ministry position that I loved and through many tears and much heartache, Mm -hmm. um, walked away because I knew what God had spoken to my heart Mm -hmm. and that if I was going to pursue him more, I needed to walk in obedience. That's right. And obedience is hard, right? It leaves us in places we weren't expecting to be, but just like every great man or woman that we might find in Hebrews 11 who has followed the Lord, they all had to give something up. They all had to go someplace they weren't expecting in order to meet with the Lord in a new way. And so while I certainly did not want to give up my position, I didn't want to give up my home. And and honestly, I didn't want to move to a new place. I'm relocated. I'm in a different place now. I really didn't want to move to a new place. But I have found and I will continue to find that the more we obey and the more we take our hands off of the things that we're trying to hold on to, the only reason he empties our hands is to put something new in them, right? He's not trying to take away from us. He wants to give 
to us. And so really, transition, which will be the topic of our podcasts for this summer coming up, transition is all about letting go of what was and stepping into what is, right? Being present where he has you. So 2019 was a, was a tough year for me, but if it hadn't been for that challenging place, I would not be the woman that I am today. I would not be standing with the Lord the way I am today. And I certainly would not be here because honestly, our plates were pretty full and God was taking some things off to replace new. Can't always just add more to, right? You try and you burn We find ourselves, that's right, nothing rolls. So instead of adding to, the Lord takes away so that he can add to a brand new plate. You know, he taught us something too to about not being discouraged when your plans change yet again. Yes. Uh, we yes. began to pray and we felt like, okay, we don't have a building. Literally, we don't have a building <laughs> for beyond. We're also not in the same state anymore. That's so right. this is going to be interesting planning it. So we felt like, you know, individually that God was saying, it's time to take beyond, beyond, mm-hmm. right? So have other churches that would be desiring to have a women's conference we would come in and speak at their church. Mm-hmm. And so it was the same week mm-hmm. that we kind of wrote that down in our journals that we feel like this is what God's telling us to do, that a church in North Wilmington called called you and said, hey, we would love to host a Beyond Women's Conference. Could you come right. and speak? We'll right. do all the legwork and the planning because it's our That's church right. building. And we were like, yay, we heard God. Yes, yes. Like, this is so exciting. <laughs> so we came up exactly. with a name. It was going to be Grace Beyond. And, and now we're back in that excited, all right, this is what God is doing, and we're planning it, and then COVID-19 hits, Yes, and this conference that was supposed to be on May 2nd, of course, not only could we not be in the building, but nobody could be in the building. That's right. So it it played a step back, and we're like, okay, do we, do we hear God? Mm -hmm. Do we, do we struggle because we feel like, again, mm-hmm. he's taking something from us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. actually what he did, he took yet a building away again, mm-hmm. and he placed an online presence in yes. front of us. Yes. So at the at the middle of May, we actually hosted our first Beyond Conference online, Yes, which not only reached a, a wonderful number of, of women, but men too. That's right. Like That's who right. knew that this Beyond Conference was going to be not just for women? It could be for anybody who wants more of Jesus, who wants more of the Word of God. That's right. It certainly was not what we expected. I remember even being on the phone with you, thinking about this next step and what it looked like, even before we thought about podcasts, thinking about what what will we call it? What does what does God have for this? You know, I remember I was standing in my pantry looking through the canned goods on the phone with you when we just came up with, well, beyond the building. Because we don't have a building. It just makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I find that's interesting too, and maybe some of our listeners are thinking the same thing. Sometimes, Debbie, I will go to my place where I pray and, and seek God and, and put my requests before him and ask him for direction because, boy, I need, I need answers for X, Y, and Z. And I don't receive them at that moment, you know, and so I'll put my journal away and maybe my questions haven't been answered yet. But when we are faithful to meet with him mm-hmm. when he calls us to meet with him on a daily basis, you know, I happen to enjoy meeting with him in the morning, so it sets the framework for my entire day. Mm-hmm. But when we meet with him in that quiet place one-on-one, the conversation doesn't stop. Right. Right? It's not like because you close the journal, the conversation's over. When we start the conversation with the Lord in the morning or whenever that may be for you, he will keep speaking. And I have found that on my journey, 
some of the most uh, profound things that the Lord has said to me, some of the most life-giving things, and some of the greatest direction have happened in the mundane moments of life the when I'm drying my hair. Non-churchy moments. That's right. Things that are not in the building, right? When I am drying my hair or I'm in the pantry or I'm at the grocery store, I'm falling asleep at night, I always keep a notebook by my bed because he might speak then right. and I need to write it down. So I find it so interesting how when God is taking us into the more... It all goes back to expectations. We need to take our hands off of where he, we think he's leading us to and listen for his voice all the time. If we aren't listening for it all the time, we are going to miss out on that moment that says, beyond the building, this is what I'm putting on your heart, and this is where I'm leading you next. I'm grateful that, that he communicates with us so beautifully you know, it's, it's such a beautiful, sweet moment. And then to be able to share that with people, like the Lord spoke this to my heart, and I was just in the pantry, you right. know? <laughs> it's awesome. But isn't that the way Jesus spoke to his disciples in the, in the Bible? He just talked to them all day long, right? And they talked to him all day long. He didn't always answer their questions the moment they asked it. But through time, the revelation occurred. And so we have the opportunity as women, as men, as followers of Jesus Christ to also have that constant communication with him as he is leading us into the more. And I'm pretty sure the disciples at the end of their three-year journey with Jesus before he ascended probably said the greatest thing that came out of these three years for me personally was knowing Jesus more, right? Understanding his death and resurrection and coming into that more relationship with him. That's what we get to do too. You know, the more that you spend that time and you grow in intimacy with him, where you are willing to let down your guarded areas, the areas that you've been hurt in the past, where maybe you've made some inner vows that I will not trust again. I, yes. I will not love again. I will not open myself up again. And the more you spend time in his presence, not just in your, quote, quiet time with God, but in all the time. That's right. You're walking with him, that awareness that his presence is with you all day long. He woos you to himself. That's right. His love just draws you in, and, and the walls start to come down one That's at right. a time. And the things that you've held on to, the things that I've held on to, that are actually damaging, you know, not only to us personally, but to our relationships, in that very safe friendship with him, he points them out and he identifies which things are, are based on lies mm -hmm. and which things need to be replaced by truth. Mm -hmm. And as we begin to embrace the truth, which comes from the word, which comes from the Holy Spirit speaking to us, we let go That's right. of the things that are not true. And we begin to really walk uh, in, in our calling, what he That's has right. wired us to do. And it is a beautiful thing how that That's happens. Right. You know, we don't need more of God. That's right. When the when we you accepted it. Christ as your Savior, the person of the Holy Spirit, the fullness of God came and lived within you and That's me. That's right. It's not like you get little pieces of God. The fullness of God That's right. through the person of the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. So you have all of him that you need. The question is, how much of you does he have? That's right. That's and so right. we're going to dive in in these podcasts, just practical teachings. Like, how does this really look? Yes. You know, in my handling of emotions and, and of hurt, you know, these different beliefs that I have about my identity or mm -hmm. my purpose or mm -hmm. how do I get along with my family? I mean, just yes. real life issues. 
Yes. God, can you sit down and really speak truth to my heart? And we're going to work through a lot of those different topics together as right. uh, as we're walking through them. We'll work through them with you. In the, and for June, July, and August, our theme is on transition. That's right. It's, it's not only a transition time for us personally, but it is also a time for us as a nation and globally. That's to right. To really be walking in What's the more that he has for us? Now, here's a cool thing. As you begin to really pursue him and you begin to let go of the things that hold you back, he breathes life into Mm -hmm. very core abilities that he has placed in you, dreams and abilities that are going to blossom as you begin to really trust him more and give more of yourself to him. They begin to grow. And we have a treat Next week in our podcast, we're going to introduce Eunice to you. She is the face of joy (laughs) in our announcements. And and God has a tremendous story in her life. She says it's around the word that he gave her called pivot. And we're going to have her come and share her wonderful story of transition. We'd like to introduce you to her because she is the voice at the beginning and the end of our, our intro of our podcast. And you'll be seeing her on some hilarious um, announcements for our Beyond the Building podcast. So we really want you to get to hear her story because truly, as she is stepping into the more of Jesus, mm. he is just breathing life into a, an incredible gift she has, mixing the word of truth and comedy. Yes, it, it's a beautiful thing. And, and really, if, if you want a good laugh, definitely stay tuned for what Eunice has to say because she says it so beautifully and you can't help but listen to her story and not experience joy. You're welcome to go to our Facebook page. You can see uh, an advertisement that Eunice did for our Beyond Women's Conference that just happened virtually and you will... You will experience joy just from turning that My on. My face is smiling big just thinking of that you video. You can't help it. So it. funny. You so can't funny. help it. And the beautiful thing is she didn't think she had it in her. Exactly. All she did was she said yes to a request to make an announcement. Exactly. And all of a sudden she said these things, well, we won't tell her story. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You'll have to come back to hear that. That's so, right. So we're excited to have you back in a week. That's right. That's right. I'm excited. We are excited to really share God's word and the truths of who he is and who we are in him uh, with you as we walk this journey together. So thank you for being with us. We have enjoyed this time. So fun. It really is fun. And we're so excited to see where God is leading. I know Debbie and myself would both say that our main desire here, right, is to know him more. Absolutely. And to give more of ourselves to him in full surrender. So let's make that the cry of our hearts this week until we until we meet again. And we are excited to be on this journey with you. Thank you for being a part. Uh, God bless you. And we look forward to talking again. Thank you. Love you guys. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more. 